Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined, as always, by my good friends, Joe and Duff. Well, I've got a chilled glass in front of me filled with very special liquid for a very special heart of the ocean. I hope that Duff is doing the same. It's not in a glass, but I have a drink. (laughs) Is it in a leather flask? (laughs) (laughs) It's in a a Ziploc bag. (laughs) (laughs) You punched a straw through it. (laughs) Um, That's right. We are joined today, Tar of the Ocean, one of our uh, one of our most celebrated guests from Tombstone Minute, White Wine Tom. Welcome, Tom. Hello, thanks, thanks for having me. And uh, I just like to let you know that boxed wine is still good wine. So if you've it, got a boxed slash bagged wine, that's true. Oh, that's I see good. what you're saying. I yeah, guess I'm I, drinking I enjoy out of a those. bag too. Yeah. In this minute, minute sixty-three of Titanic. Ruth interrogates Jack at dinner. Um, That's a strong word. I mean, it's not. She asks a lot of questions strongly. It's um, it's, it's more of a really good uh, passive aggressive line of questioning, more than interrogation. Sure. Uh, but before we get to before we get to Ruth's questions, Jack is asked an important question: How do you take your caviar? Uh and Jack responds with, no caviar for me, thanks, which is exactly how I would and still would handle that that interaction. And that's why I'm glad we brought Tom on here, because uh, we need someone other than me who has experience with fine dining. Well, okay, that's a good question. Who here has had caviar? I... Uh, I, I think I've actually. had it as an hors d'oeuvre, so it was already prepared. A hors d'oeuvres? <laughs> <laughs> an hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> bow, bow. You, you, you should actually always turn it down, if that's how you pronounce it. Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some of that cave IR? <laughs> uh, have you ever D- had it? Rob a- thought it comes from a cave. That's why he's... <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had it, Tom? Have you ever had caviar? I did. I did actually uh, fairly recently uh, while I was in Barcelona, oh my uh, Spain. Dang. I had some, some caviar this year. How did you How? take it? <laughs> in his I mouth. wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> in my mouth. I wasn't given the option. It was just served with a flight of wine. <laughs> a flight of wine on brand, Tom. That's right. <laughs> what? I'm How? never off the clock. <laughs> <laughs> How? How can you take it? Uh. Well, did you notice how other people were eating it in the scene? There no. There was some toast. Yeah, many had it on some toasted on bread or crackers. I think I've had it on crackers. Joe, have you had it? I, I believe I have, but uh, to be honest with you, I don't uh, recall. I, I just, I, 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 I simultaneously feel like if I say no, then I'm afraid the person that I had it with will be listening and will be mad. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't have a really good recollection of ever eating it. I don't think I have. I mean, as I recall, when I had it, it was, it's one of those things that's kind of become mythological symbol for fancy. And then, you, you know, you can have it and you'll think, oh, it's, it's fine. All right. It's all right. It's, it's, it's fish eggs, right? Uh, sturgeon. Which is a fish. Yeah. It, yeah. But a, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. 
Is, yeah. <laughs> you can't just be any fish, dude. I don't know. That's what I meant. Maybe that's how you take it. Maybe you have sturgeon caviar or walleye caviar. <laughs> walleye caviar. <laughs> yep, we're from Wisconsin, everyone. In case some fish, some bluegill caviar. Um, I would rather. I wouldn't have caviar. I'd rather just have tapioca pudding. <laughs> I'm not a fan of tapioca. Um, Ruth now starts her questioning. She asks him, uh, "Where exactly do you live?" I love. The, I love how the use of "exactly" in there. Um, at which point, Jack says, "He uh, current address is RMS Titanic," and from there, God's good humor. Um, I've always heard it as God's good grace. Is good humor another way to say that? Yeah, I think I've heard. I, I think God's good graces is. It might be a regional thing too. I think I've heard God's good graces more, but good humor didn't stand out to me as weird. Um, I, I'm kind of listen. You guys are gonna get mad, but I kind of understand Ruth being upset because essentially he just said, "I'm a bum." Uh. All right, so I mean, it could he, be worse. He could have said that he hosts a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ro- Joe, get out the the chalkboard. People in this movie that Rob has defended. <laughs> yeah, like Cal, Ruth, Ruth is trying to. I'm sure the iceberg is going to be on there eventually. <laughs> Ruth is trying to, you know, keep her family together. <laughs> Uh, Tom, just I'm tired of this. Let's get a fresh voice to tell Rob why he's dumb. I mean, she's uh, loosely interested in uh, her daughter, and I would say more interested in uh, Cal's resources and the caviar. And mm-hmm. the <laughs> yeah, well, she's she's got a she's she's eaten at the the grown ups table, and she's not going back. Well, okay. So then Ruth then asks. How do you have the means to travel? Good question. I would have wondered the same thing, if I'm being honest, um, which I always am on this podcast. Um, again, and he again, mentions- though, <laughs> again, though, like he is supposed to be their guest because he saved her daughter's life. Does is does 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 Ruth know that? All she knows, he already said it in the scene. No, he said well, okay, that helped so her out. Yeah, I'm sure she knows. Yeah, like you, all these people, like you, you must wonder why it's like if someone said, "Oh, hey, we're gonna have um, one of the steerage people come have dinner with us." <laughs> why? <laughs> you would think, yeah, why would be the next question. Which is what Cal does earlier because he's so helpful. He, he gives them the why. And we've been through this. Why he had to <laughs> give give more details previously because why would he be in a position to help her? That right. wouldn't be inappropriate. These are good questions. I don't think they know. Unlike or care. your questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so Jack says he works his way from place to place, tramp steamers and such. Is that a is that is tramp steamers a term for killing prostitutes? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, are you serious? Yeah, I mean we know his past. He what goes, is a steamer? What's a tramp? Oh God. Uh, <laughs> Do you really not know what either word means? You know what a tramp no tramp is. steamers is like it's like a it's like a merchant boat, right? It's a, it's a shipping vessel, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Even if it's not, my definition is closer than yours. It's, it's, my headcanon definition is tramp steamers is a term for when you cut off. Are you thinking of that uh, container full of dead prostitutes from The Wire? 
I think I am. That's a tramp steamer. That's what you think a tramp steamer is? Um, Doesn't pay as well as you'd think. (laughs) He even itches his nose. He He thinks it's a tattoo applied by steam. He itches itches his nose when he says tramp steamers. Because he's like, I can't tell him I just murder prostitutes. Because the tramp steamers are used to transport cocaine. That's why he itches his nose as a signal to the rest of the table. Cal knew what was up. Yeah, wow. Cal knew for sure. Um, and then he mentions that he won his way onto Titanic with a lucky hand, a very lucky hand. When he says "very lucky hand," I think he's talking about. Stop. No, was that just <laughs> his hand is on Rose's leg when he says that? No, I was thinking about what was that prostitute missing? It was her hand, wasn't oh, it? God. Oh yeah, it was. Oh, her legs. Which Jeez. prostitute? What are the you one he drew. <laughs> he, oh. he already forgot the oh, one-legged prostitute. Oh, her leg. We should Man. get volunteer hours for being on this podcast. I've said it so many times. God. Oh. <laughs> okay, so two things on this. One, he looks over at Rose, and I think this is a look. That they think they're being coy about, but like my question, to you guys, is everyone can see this, right? Everyone is clear as day that they're doing these little, these little eyeline glances all the time after they say things. Uh, maybe, but I also think that uh, the other people are just so caught up in themselves that they don't notice. Maybe, but Joe, you teach, you you work with the teens. If they try to be all sneaky and. You yeah, come on. They're not pulling the wool over your eyes, are they? You can tell. I know. Ask them. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you know, some t- you know, they, I probably notice more than they think, but I don't notice everything. Are okay, you saying so we can have some of your students on the podcast? <laughs> Please d- don't. You can talk um, about tramp steamers. <laughs> tramp steamers. <laughs> Most of the people at the table don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, Aster and. Um, isn't yeah, it? they don't. They don't care one way or another. No, no, that's true. Um, I think Ruth is probably hyper aware. Yes, because yeah. she doesn't blink. Yeah, <laughs> and and Molly Brown too. Uh, Street smart is probably yeah because she's not as caught up in the uh, the caviar. Is the Molly class. Brown is Molly Brown's rooting for Jack? Correct. Yeah, she gave him the tuxedo. Molly hates pretty much all these rich people except for maybe Rose and uh, Andrews. But she's she kind of an audience. She's kind of an audience surrogate. Like yeah. Edward. Um, did anyone notice what Rose is drinking? Is it Sprite? Well, it's that's one of the three options. It's either Sprite, Champagne, or white wine. Which we still never figured out if white wine and champagne are kind of the same thing, just different processes. This is this is a what. Good- Wait, what? Say that again? Hold on. What do you mean we never figured that out? It's never been brought up. <laughs> what are you talking about? I never figured it out. I, If I was drinking champagne, would you say that I'm drinking white wine? No! Even though it's a sparkling wine, isn't it? Champagne is specific to a region in France. Yes, it's but it's made from grapes. It's still a wine. Yeah. It te- I, okay, it is made from grapes, okay, te- correct? But te- it's it, it's a very specific, uh, like regional conditions that allow for that incredible champagne. That's very that's just a lot of chalk in the ground. Stuck up. 
Okay, so it's kind of oh like my, I'm getting upset. <laughs> Joe like, is getting upset. They're like, I'm, no one. I'm muting my mic. Tom, you st- <laughs> you're in for me. Tom, I'm I, taking you in. I, I guess I would say that it's like if you had a Cuban cigar, you wouldn't just say it's like, oh, I have a cigar that you can smoke. You would advertise that it's Cuban. Yeah, but it's like it's like monkeys and tails, right? What? Like, <laughs> wait, wait Where a minute. Where is this going? I can't. What are you talking about? Not all monkeys have tails. <laughs> Tom, I asked you, please. I, I don't think there's any coming back from monkey tails. I think before that, there was a chance. No, I I wouldn't necessarily uh, advertise champagne as being a white wine. It's, it's sort of its own uh, sort of category. Okay. Um, even though it is from the Champagne region of France. Um. Okay. That said, the champagne that they are serving at the table there is extremely flat. So hmm, I guess that's th- true. This goes back to an age-old Tombstone Minute argument: Are they or are they not drinking white wine on the Titanic? Well, they are, and that proves your theory wrong. That you said there was no no movies depicted <laughs> in pre World War One, two pre World War Two, but this works for both. Oh, it works for both. Yeah. So this movie owned you. Archibald, Archibald Gracie, another great name, uh, mentions that all life is a game of luck. Um, the only honest rich person. <laughs> I, I love Archibald Gracie. We had met him earlier with his brandy. Um, he's, he, guy he, like, he's the guy who's like, well, then the boy's a hero. So he knows. Okay, so that's a good point. So he knows what happened to Rose. So he probably told them all. Uh, that's a safe bet. Because I'm sure, I mean, unless he had so much brandy that he actually believed her propeller thing. Also possible. Um, so what I love about Archibald is he only really, sh- like, he only has these lines in this movie that uh, they're sort of like the end of an argument he just had, but we didn't hear the beginning of it. So, like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so like earlier when we first met him, he just walked around and was like, this is why I was saying women and machinery don't mix. <laughs> yeah. Here, here he is standing up being like, all life is a game of luck. <laughs> I don't even, you know. Um, you wish you heard the first part of it. Yeah. I think I'm just going to start throwing out Archibald lines from time to time when, like, conversations are getting stale. Because Cal says a real man makes his own luck. Right, Dawson? Does that change what he means there? Is he sort of saying, like, you, Dawson, you make your own luck? I think he's just kind of being patronizing. Do you... This is James Cameron we're talking about. Do you think (laughs) that, like, James Cameron lets Cal, the bad guy, say anything nice ever? Remember he waved off an employee of the boat with a champagne glass earlier. Well, nothing is subtle with him. Do you think James Cameron... I also would like the listeners to know that I yelled at Rob two more times but forgot my mic was muted. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering where you went. I I was extremely mad. I don't remember what I was mad about, but... Joe is is recovering from being double-owned. What? (laughs) (laughs) I was afraid he passed out. I was afraid he burst a blood vessel. Yeah. Uh, Tom, you had a question. It's been years since I did that. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to ask, do you think uh, James Cameron falls down on the side of uh, real man makes his own luck? 
anymore. I think he oh, kind of does. And, and James does. Cameron did, came from somewhat, I mean, like a middle-class background. And he legit worked his way up from, from nothing yeah. within the film industry. He, and he, I have a lot of respect for the way he kind of built his career. Wasn't he a truck driver for a while? Yeah, and he he uh, if you listen to the Roger Corman interview on the WTF podcast, he ta- tells a pretty cool story about James Cameron. And I think I yeah also told the same one in an earlier episode, but um, like he he did didn't really study film formally. I mean, he just kind of learned everything by in his spare time reading books and papers at USC, where he was not a student, I don't think, uh, but just kind of would go to their library and read stuff and just kind of worked his way up from the bottom. So I I think that he would be on the side of Jack because he respects the resourcefulness of Jack. But, but I think that he is owning Cal with this dialogue because a a smart listener would be like, Cal doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, (laughs) like Cal knows like how to be, a self-made man like like that that's the most essential ingredient for every rich piece of garbage <laughs> in the world is it's essential that they think that they created their wealth when over 90 percent of them didn't they just inherited it from mommy or daddy or yeah. married into it it's and like we, that it's like that garbage large adult coke son who can't really draw and has that ugly line of shirts <laughs> yeah, I mean everyone. Everyone knows that uh, you don't make your own luck. The free market makes your own luck. Yeah, <laughs> the invisible hand guides your luck. Yes, yeah. the invisible hand. Um, That's why by the time this airs, we'll be making thousands and thousands of dollars off this podcast. But, which reminds me, please visit our sponsor from last week, Podiance.biz. <laughs> uh, I, I speaking of 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 having a lot of money, I forgot a fun note I learned about this. That's actually real caviar that they have on the scene that they just kept reusing. Completely over and over unnecessary. Again. I agree. <laughs> to to be fair though, it's probably just as expensive to make something that looks like caviar because it's a very distinct look. Tapioca pudding. You could use the pellets from like an artificial turf field. That was just pre artificial <laughs> turf. It's nineteen twelve. Oh <laughs> well, it's also pre like the cool kind of artificial turf we have now from That's 1996 true. or whatever. That's I, true. Yeah, D- didn't didn't you say in a previous episode that James Cameron made a wall from styrofoam cups one time? It, it yeah, feels, uh, I think feels like, like McDonald's containers. Uh, yeah, so I think he probably could have figured out a way. That's true. But um, do you think it would have been more expensive than just getting caviar? Or more? There's t- got to be cheap caviar. Mm. I don't, I don't think, think so. There's got to be. Walleye eggs. It's probably just a different kind of fish eggs. Like walleyes. Yeah, well, I did look it up, and you can get caviar from other types of fish. It's just not the caviar we tend to think of, which is from... Uh, Real rich people would sea. look down on it. Yeah. Um, is that what we missed when you were muted? Was you yelling that I was right? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, uh, Ruth, Ruth says the. I'm looking up caviar on Amazon right now. Uh, you find that uh, Ruth says <laughs> that you find that sort of ruthless existence appealing. 
which was a question I got a lot around the holidays, and I told people about this podcast. About podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, we're out there in the wilderness. Uh, and he says, it, uh, Jack says he has everything I need right now, air on my lungs and a blank sheet of paper. Tom, is that all you need every morning? I could use some wine. <laughs> uh, no, I definitely need uh, more than that. Uh, I... I was a smoker for years. My lungs aren't so good. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough air there. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Maslow would he disagree. He needs air, with air from his oxygen tank and his lungs. <laughs> his iron lung. <laughs> I found some uh, Roland Black caviar on Amazon yeah. for $6 an ounce. Made for whole grain lump fish. <laughs> Great. Oh, my lump God. <laughs> Lumpfish are caught in the North Sea between Iceland and Denmark. Whole okay. grain? They're whole grain fish? I lump fish. Hmm. Um, this minute ends with Jack saying he loves waking up, not knowing what will happen or who he'll or who he'll meet. And then the one thing Jack and I do have in common, he takes a big old bite of bread. Jack and I are both talks, bread boys. Talks with his the mouth. bread boy. Rob is a notorious bread boy. <laughs> Love my bread. Do you then like talk and tell a story with your mouth full? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, Do you butter your bread first? Because he didn't butter his. I I all yeah. a lot. It depends. I mean, if I feel like it. Okay, if I have to cut the bread, I'm probably not going to butter it. <laughs> you already have the knife in your hand if you cut it. Yeah, but I'm. That's two actions. I want one action. They should make a knife that allows you to cut and puts butter on while you're cutting it. Does the Titanic... Well, tomorrow is our sponsored episode. That, <laughs> might, be the, that might be the product. I yeah, I do have something lined up for us. Does this restaurant on Titanic have the unlimited breadsticks and salad? Oh. oh that's and, Tom. Yes. T- give us your Titanic story. My Titanic. You know the drill for Heart of the Ocean. Um, so I was like seven years old. When Titanic uh, I debuted, the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't have, I, I didn't have any real connection to the movie. Like the first first really big movie that I remember being like a blockbuster capture everybody's attention was like The Matrix, which would be a few years later. Yeah, it's a couple yeah. years later. Um, so I I have vague recollections, and I think I saw it on the 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 a pair of VHS tapes Yes, a, a couple years later. So I, I distinctly remember that. Uh, and then I also uh, just watched it since then for the first time, uh, just within the last week, uh, start to finish. Um, on your VHS? It's, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, still on the VHS. Uh, <laughs> was it? The, I watched it on a cell phone because mm-hmm. I think that's how James Cameron intended <laughs> yeah. for me to see it. Was this movie the first time you saw press? <laughs> Last week. And I'm talking about last week. <laughs> <laughs> on your cell phone. On my cell phone, yeah. I had no, no idea. No, actually, because you're young enough where it is extremely possible. That's true. Yeah, you saw it a few years true. later. You probably saw it when you were like 10. Your I, parents yelled at you to put the blanket over your head, but it was an Afghan, and you looked you looked through the little holes. <laughs> you can spread those apart. Yeah. Um, this, this is artful and tasteful, though. Yeah, I feel like it could have been the first time, but I was also like young enough that it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, you know, like it, it wouldn't have stood icky. out as being like, "Oh, this is cool." You were still being it breastfed. Like, 
God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is familiar. Uh, so Jack's hungry then. Okay. The purest white wine. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, do either of you guys have anything else for minute 63 of Titanic? Is there a train going by? I've got a train. I've got a train. Okay. I've got one last question. One last question. Do it. Tom. You may want to wait until the train has passed. (laughs) (laughs) I I want you to bring the truth train here, okay? (laughs) Choo-choo! We never see what the entree is in this meal. Mm -hmm. What do you think the entree was? Mm. Mm. (laughs) Have you guys ever seen Once Upon a Time in the West? <laughs> if you have, the telegraph operator, that's kind of what Tom's apartment is like. <laughs> I, I was envisioning the Blues Brothers. Uh, I'll, I'll often do the trains go by. So often you won't even notice. <laughs> Tom is the guy who saw the murder through the train windows in 12 Angry Men. <laughs> uh, but you, you're asking what I, what I think the entree yes, please. would have been? Um, I would guess, uh, either some sort of, of good, uh, seafood, uh, like salmon, but I, I would, ass- I, I would think in first class they would have a choice of several entrees, maybe like a, a lamb I don't know if they would on a ship. It's a big ship. True. So, well, obviously one of the early courses is an appetizer of caviar. Mm-hmm. They're, they're drinking champagne. So it's gotta be something that pairs with those two things. Mm-hmm. And as our fine dining expert, I just figured you'd have an idea. And also from noting the type of silverware that was distributed. You just got to work outside in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you see that. I believe it's uh, chilled monkey brains. <laughs> it's the Temple of Doom meal. Yeah. Snake, snake surprise. Do you prefer yours with or without the tail? <laughs> <laughs> All monkeys have tails. And then we brought it full circle. <laughs> um. I I wonder, uh, kind of going on. Do you know that James Cameron is into tales <laughs> from Avatar? <laughs> it definitely is. I wonder if, like, if they did have multiple meals, like, how did they decide? Like, do you do you, you do it before? Choices? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure they had more than one meal on the boat, Rob. <laughs> multiple choices. They're not, they're not pythons where they just load up for a while. <laughs> they all ingest an entire wild boar and then nap for the rest of the voyage. <laughs> I wonder how. I wonder if they had to do it beforehand. If it was like lunchtime, and you got to be like, oh, I got to get my order in. I bet the the steerage or even middle class people did, but I'm sure the rich people can have whatever they want. Do you think they took the leftovers from the rich people and just brought it down to steerage? I think no. they would have they rather give them a stew. They oh. would have rather thrown that overboard than had the poor's enjoy their food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Anything else? All right. Last, last oh. quick question. Last quick question. This is a quick one. Tom, mm. what do you, which wine do you think pairs best with Titanic Minute? Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Just lots of it. <laughs> <laughs> a gallon. Uh, I, I, would, I would like a, a nice uh, Pinot Grigio. And why is that? Uh, it's crisp, refreshing. It's a little bit dry. Uh, it's seeing our like, podcast is dry. <laughs> is Four Loco considered a wine? <laughs> the orange, I think, would be the. <laughs> 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 uh, 
All right. Well, guys, Tom, thanks for being on. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was a lot if we have any other fine dining episodes, we'll be sure to have you back. Yeah, we know you're a fine dining expert. Yeah. <laughs> um, we will be back tomorrow with minute 64 of Titanic Minute. Five away for being nice. <laughs>